This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Didn't happen in 49, 61, 63, or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing Leicester City.
Sky TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Right, Chris. All right there. Good evening. Welcome along. It's Tuesday. It's nine o'clock. It can only mean one thing. I'm back from outer space. Don't turn around now. Yes, it is the prediction show. And as always, let me bring him in without any further ado. And it's always great to have him on. And I thank him for giving up the time to join us. And it's Steve Linux. Good evening, Steve. How are you? Good evening, Chris. Good night, mate. Good, good. Nice to see I've got my background to match your top there. <laughs> I have to keep <laughs> warm, warm, visible top on. Well, you, you certainly it's freezing, isn't it? You know, it's uh, so so cold. I've um, I, I, I must admit, I don't know if it's just me. I just prefer to put the heating on and then have a top, you know, a, a loose top on. But then again, I've not had my latest gas bill with the way prices are going. Who knows? I could be, uh, I could be uh, in for a shock, shall we say? Now, it's nice to have you back, Steve. Obviously, you weren't able to make last week when we had um, two. Uh, Two, two games to review. What what happened was that I stood in for you and voted how I thought you would for one week. And Brad, to make it fair, he voted the way you thought you might go for the second week. Problem is, you've had two really good weeks. And maybe that's uh, the way we go forward. Uh, let's just bring it in um, and just have a look and just see what the current scores are here. So Brad is on 93. I've caught him up on 93. Steve, you're only nine behind us now on 84. So um, you, 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 you're catching up. Brad, I wasn't, Brad isn't... I wasn't going to come on tonight because I thought uh, when I saw the what you'd done for me, I got more right when you did it than I did it. So... <laughs> I know. <laughs> this, is, this is the thing, isn't it? You know. But first of all, and we've got to say, you're an ex-player. Can you explain what is handball and what isn't handball these days? I'm um, I'm totally lost now. Absolutely totally lost. I think they're confusing the fans more and more week in, week out, and frustrating people by the decisions they're coming up with. Um, they've got to stop messing about with football. I think they're just trying to make it all good for TV and for Sky and that, and you know it, it's it's killing everything. Mm. Uh, I watched it over the weekend. You know you you can't celebrate anymore because you don't know if it's a goal or not. But handball's handball, no matter what. And I think yeah. if they start trying to come up with all these scenarios and that, it's the game. The game's going to go down the pan. I mean, they just change it so often, don't they? Every year, it's a new set of rules, and, and I kind of feel sorry for the ref, but then that's why we've got VAR there. Um, but again, the frustrating thing is it changes match to match. That's right, yeah. I think it just um, it just changes for whoever's doing, whoever's doing the interpretation on that day. Mm. Um, they're going to do it. They're going to say, well, it's got to be across the board. Don't get changed of things, but one bloke will give it this week. Another bloke won't give it next week. And, um, exactly, exactly. Frustrating, frustrating. Yeah. Well, let's get um, straight into it because one of the games has already kicked off, and I don't know the current score, so I can't sort of be influenced by that. Um, I think Brad has sent. I say he sent his in. Uh, he hasn't actually given one for this game because I don't think he thought we were, we were going to be doing it, but we might as well while we are on Manchester United Brighton. I mean, they say there's a lot of trouble. 
you know, and, and there's maybe things going on behind the scenes at Leicester. I mean, it's even worse at Man United, isn't it? Well, like we've been saying for the last few weeks, um, the way Man United set up now, um, they're a team of individuals. Mm. Uh, you can you can feel it, all the rumours coming out of the dressing room. You can see what's going on on the pitch. Um, the manager himself, I don't think they've taken to him. And I don't think his reputation before he came has changed anything. So I think they're going to be struggling till they get a nucleus of the troublemakers out because there is four or five there mm. that, are, that are trying to get Man United to play their own way instead of the Man United way. And they think they're bigger than the club, and which, you know, you're never bigger than the club. You not know. I mean, and they're on about uh, Yuri possibly going there. And I think, you know, that's, those waters have been muddied with Brendan saying, he, you know, as far as he knows, he's still talking. But you're always going to look at that and think, why would I want to go there? And and he also wants, you know, Champions League as well. So Manchester United have really got to start sorting themselves out, haven't they? They have. Um, but, you know, people say they want Champions League, Champions League. But to me, I think it's just pressurising every manager now and pressurising mm. every club. Um, this golden ticket for you know the Champions League I think it, it, it's you know I, I can't understand it to be honest I can't because it disrupts the league it dis- disrupts um, the way the, the players mindset is yeah and um, it, you know it's, it's, it's just a modern game I'm afraid I think you know it's 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 the way that the the media puts it across and how good it is, but when you look at it, is it that good? Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I must admit, I don't think so, but, um, but that you know, <laughs> that's me, I guess. You know, now I, I've I've just filled that in for Brad there because I think he would probably go for a United win. Uh, they are playing at the moment. How do you see this one going, Steve? Well, the way Brighton's been playing uh, away from home, you know. Um, I don't know if they'll beat Man United, but I don't think they'll lose to them. Mm. So uh, I'd I'd put that down for a draw because um, Brighton have been consistent this year. Yes, and so has Man United. They've been they've been consistent of not winning games. And we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll, that we'll is true. Two or three games on the trot. So I think yes. until they sort themselves out, you know, I'd put them down for a draw or a loss every week. I, I've been impressed with Brighton, and I mean, I know everybody goes on about Graham Potter, and I know I sort of have a bit of a moan and say, well, what's he doing, what have you. He is doing a good job, and I'm not disputing he is a good manager. If he can get Brighton into Europe this season, in whatever form it is for Brighton, because, you know, it's the first season of really challenging, um, I think he is he's on the way to becoming one of the better English managers, definitely. I mean, probably, as I say, he's on the verge anyway. I, I, I fancy him to get something today, so I'm actually going to go for an away win to Brighton. Um, and I'd like to see them do it, um, simply because you know what I, I like about the smaller clubs. Now, going jumping on then to Saturday um, and the rest of the games, BT Sport, first game, West Ham United, who we know <laughs> got a lucky point, I would say. And I think the West Ham fans that I've spoken to sort of are pretty much in agreement with that. But they face a resurgent Newcastle United. And although this is away from home, Newcastle has just now, Eddie Howe has got a bit of a tune out of them. 
you're getting some uh, some momentum now. Um, mm. I watched them over the weekend, and I think you know um, the mindset's changed. You can see that the players now all working for each other, starting to close the ball down a lot quicker. And I think uh, with the results coming their way, they're going to start getting more and more in confident uh, confidence, and yeah. um, they're they're going to be you know Newcastle of old and be really hard to um, get points off. So. Um, on this result, I think I don't think West Ham got out of second gear against Leicester. Um, I don't know what it was. Uh, they weren't the same attacking West Ham yeah. that we've been watching over the last few weeks. So this one, I think, will be interesting. Um, I'm going. I'm going to go for a draw on this one. You're going for a draw there, Steve. I must admit, I'm going to totally agree with you on that. Um, Brad has gone for the West Ham. Uh, I like West Ham, and I like to see what they're doing, but they are stuttering. Um, they've, they've, they've won. Um, let's have a look. West Ham have won, um, uh, just two in the last five, but they've lost two as well. Uh, and obviously got that draw against us when you say they, they did stutter a bit. But Newcastle, they haven't lost in five. <laughs> you know, that's something I never thought I'd be saying this season. You know, two draws followed by two wins, the momentum is with them. Um, and I think they're going to get. I don't think they're going to go down now. I really don't. I think there's there's worse teams in there, uh, in and around that mix. So I agree with you. But if it was at home, I'd be I'd be tempted to go for a Newcastle win. But I'm going to agree with you and think it's away from home. Newcastle will get something here, and I've gone for the draw. Excuse me, like yourself. I guess you're going to go for Brentford. <laughs> They're away to Arsenal. A repeat of the first match of the season. I can just say we were tempted whilst you weren't here to put you down for Arsenal and Spurs wins, by the way. But we didn't. <laughs> but it, 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 it did cross our mind. Like, mm, should we just be a little bit naughty? But they were, they were ones we definitely knew you'd go for. Um, yeah. Arsenal, I don't know. They confuse me this season, Arsenal. You know, sometimes they, they, they play well. Sometimes they don't. And they've won three and five, but they did lose. But it was to Man City, in fairness. Uh, and but they couldn't beat Burnley. Um, and then you've got a Brentford who are really on the slide. They've lost four and drawn one in the last five. And um, I don't think they're necessarily get drawn into the relegation battle. But I think the, that early promise they showed when they came up, I think they've realised now the reality of the Premier League. And I think they would be happy if they finished where they are now at the end of the season, so that 14th, 15th position. But for me, I'm going for an Arsenal win. Yeah, I'm not going to go against my principles, you know me. I'm, no, I'm going to go, no. for a, I'm gonna go for a Brentford win. But Brentford have got the same scenarios like uh, Norwich and people like that, you know, and yeah. Sheffield United's in your leads. When you do come up and... Um, the clubs in the Premiership are not used to the way you play. You tend to have a good, a good run of games. But now I think the, the other teams are starting to uh, suss them out a bit. Yes, and I think that's that's where they're starting to struggle. But um, I think well, um, I think they uh, uh, a brilliant signing they did with with Christian Eriksen. I think he he can make a difference to them. I think I, I mean I was a player that I, I wouldn't have minded at, uh, at Leicester, but that was a good capture for them. Great capture, absolutely uh, fantastic signing. But um, I hope they don't try and rely on him too much. Give no. him a, a give him another heart scare. You never know. But um, no. no it, it, Fresher breath, uh, a breath of fresh air, that is. 
I think I think he's I think they've done well to get him, and I think he it he's gone to the right sort of team because Brentford I don't think will and I don't mean this awfully, but they don't necessarily push him maybe as much as a as a, a bigger club would do. Yeah, I think he's gone there because uh, you know same thing again with the media hype and that and the, the top six hype, uh, top six hype. I don't think he wants to go to one of those big clubs where he's feels that he's under pressure and he has to perform all the time. Mm. I think he's uh, he's just glad to be playing football and I think he's yes. just going to go there and show us um, the player that he used to be by just being happy and uh, you know normal. And let's be honest with you, it's great to see him back as a neutral, isn't it? It's absolutely brilliant that you know he, uh, that he's got to this point really. So welcome back, Christian, and uh, good luck for the rest of the season. Um, Aston Villa hosting um, Watford. Um, Watford on the third manager of the season. That is something we probably expected to say. Um, they're down, aren't they, Watford? I think so. Yeah, uh, you can you can see it in the body language. I think he's trying to um, he's trying to change things. Uh, to what it, the principles are before, but um, they, they they look all over the place. Um, there again, they're playing Villa. Um, I think Villa now, when Gerard coming, he was a bit of fresh air, but I think he's starting to morph into a top six manager where he's he's trying to change his tactics too much mm. and try and play, you know, against it, each t- different team every week rather than just sticking to his principles and getting Villa to play. Um, how they were doing when he first got there. So, tricky one, but I think uh, Bill will get it easy, easy. Yeah. Andrew said here, third manager, but probably not the last one. Hey, we oh. know Nigel Pearson, three games to go. <laughs> they sacked him. Um, I, I mean, I, I think it's mad anyway that, I say, Ranieri definitely wasn't the manager to keep them up, as much as obviously I love him. Uh, they, they've, won, well, they've won four games. They've, they've not won in five, but they've got a draw... Um, against Burnley and uh, a draw against Newcastle. Uh, maybe there were games they needed to win because they were down there. But are we expecting too much of managers these days? Are we are, and like a player? You know, as soon as they come in, you're thinking, oh, they're going to get that bounce, and then you expect because maybe you've been struggling with the previous manager that they're suddenly going to make you know make miracles happen. I think the uh, emphasis is getting too much for managers. I think, um, you know, going back to the same again, you hear me arguing about it again, modern football, modern day football, you know, we talk far more about the managers than we do about the teams and the players. Yes. And I think, yes. Uh, you know, I think that's that's one of the problems that we're getting at the moment because all we seem to do is talk about the managers and how they play and how the systems play rather than how the clubs play and how the players are playing. Mm. We're going to welcome Dan in, um, as always, my my brother from another mother. <laughs> Dan, how are you doing? I'm all right. I'm not too bad. Not too yeah. bad. Just picked Esme up from my mum's, dropped my son off back with his mum from my previous relationship, and now I'm uh, I'm back with you, Chris. Back to back to live another day. Hello, Mrs. Riley, if she's watching. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> That's Dan's mum. Dan's mum and me. Maybe in my mind, but we're very close at one point. <laughs> we weren't, seriously, we weren't. We were not. I'm just, I'm just saying that as a joke. Uh, just to play catch-up, Dan, let's stick you in and have a bit of fun. Uh, I'm sure somebody said that to you before now. 
Um, <laughs> and Man United Brighton, they're playing now. Which way would you see that ending up? Uh, they're currently playing now, did you say? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to stick, stick me down for a draw. I think they'll cancel each other out. United have become the draw specialists in recent weeks. Yeah. Um, West Ham, Newcastle. Oh, another draw. Another draw. Uh, believe you me, Steve, I think he's looking where you and me have gone and he's, uh, he's, he's following. <laughs> <laughs> And Arsenal, I'm just, uh, Steve can, as you know, if you've watched this regularly, Steve can oh, never go for Arsenal, you know. Oh, <laughs> definitely. Without, I had to look then. I had to look then. I'm like, oh, yeah, of course, Steve's gone against Arsenal. <laughs> but no, are I, you I going to go against why. Arsenal? No, I'm going to go for a third draw on the bounce. <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you are the Liberal Party of the Prediction League, aren't oh, you? Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you can sit down. You've got that many splinters in your backside, mate. <laughs> <laughs> As Andrew says, they're too much money in football, puts the manager under more pressure. Massive I think player. the manager should just be given more time, and that should be set in. But, Steve, going back to, to um, Villa Watford, uh, which way did you see ending up, though? Villa. Villa, yeah, yeah. I, again, I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm worried that I'm agreeing with you so much because you've not been doing well, but I've got to, <laughs> I've got to agree with you on that one. Um, let's have a look. What, um, yeah, and that was three in a row with uh Brad, he's gone for that as well. Um, surely it can't be another draw for you, Dan. Nah, full house on Villa for this. I just uh, Watford aren't strong enough, mm. they're not strong enough, and as much as Roy Hodgson's come in, he'll. He'll steady the ship as he's done with Palace and stuff like that. But with Watford, it, it it it's all well and good steadying a ship, but if it's sailing in rough seas, there's nothing you can do about it. No, no. I tell you what, it's going to be an interesting one in a minute for this uh, for Dan. But Steve, <laughs> first of all, Brighton, who's playing now, are hosting. Some people say they're down already. I will be honest with you, I'm one of those. Myself included, Chris, and, myself included. And even the Burnley fan is given, you know, you know, when your own fans are giving up on you, that's it. Just, just give up and go down. <laughs> I mean, Burnley, I'm surprised because I could say, I mean, last season they struggled. Before that, <laughs> you know, they weren't a, a bad premiership team. They were mid-table. Um, but they've just had an awful season. You know, they, they did get three draws on the run with uh, Arsenal, uh, Watford and um, Man United. They maybe should have, well, they needed to win that Watford game, to be honest with you. Um, they lost to Liverpool just, so fair credit to them on that. And uh, they got beaten by Leeds. But they've only won one game all season. And we've already talked about Brighton. Steve, they're not going to break that habit, are they? I, I like I like Burnley. I've always liked Burnley, um, and I'm, to be fair, I'm, I'm surprised where they are uh, this season. But I think it's a club that have got good principles. They've got a um, good um, rapport with players and um, fans, and that. And I think, like you say, it's just a bad run at the moment. And I think, like every bad run, it's got to come to an end soon. And I think when it when it does, I think Burnley will get back to the way they were. But saying that again, when you sell your, you know, your, one of your best strikers and that, it's a bit worrying uh, looking where yeah. the goals are going to be coming from. But no, I do, I do hope Burnley do it. And um, going crossed. back to 
going back to predictions tonight, uh, I don't know if I'm going to spoil it to anybody, but Man United have just got one up against Brighton. I was just so, looking uh, then, actually, Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, will it do Brighton's confidence any good if they uh, lose tonight, or will it spur them on? So, but mm. I'm going to go, go for a Burnley win because I think that the um, the run's got to come to an end soon. Oh, I like um, you, Steve. I mean, I like you anyway, but you know, you've you've gone well up in my <laughs> estimation. It's easily bought, Steve. Don't believe it. He'll hate you when you go off camera. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, think, I think the Premiership needs teams like Burnley. I think um, you know it, it's a fresh air to have clubs like that. You're going to get the ones. See, this is the up. thing that pisses me off with opposite opposition fans as well. They seem to think, mm. "Oh, bring back the league when it was Bolton and Blackburn and teams like that and Stoke in there." Why? Why? If you're going to go off clubs with history, we've won the top division twice. We, we've, we, you know, okay, we've punched above our weight for a few seasons now in terms of where we are. But you know, every team that's in that division deserves to be there. Even Norwich, as much as we slag them every season, you know, they've all deserved the right to be there. Um, and I think it's just people are just bitter. They can't hack it. That I don't know. I think I don't want to upset too many Leicester fans. But I think you've got to look at Burnley and you've got to look at the same thing the way Leicester have gone. Leicester have gone doing well, gone in there, stayed there for so long. And now the last couple of, well, this season, you know, they're starting to come down to earth. But they've had the same journey as Burnley. But Burnley's been in there longer and stayed there consistently longer. And it's like that motto, isn't it? Built, not bought. And that's what we sort of need to continue. You know, don't just look at Newcastle. They're buying their way out of it. Look at Blackburn in 95. They bought the division, you know. And you look at you look at now and we're sort of, you slowly add and you build and you build. You don't just chuck, you know, the cash at it. But that's what I like about Leicester. And I, I sort of put Everton in that bracket as well when they were under David Moyes. You know, they picked gems from the lower leagues and, they sort of they was on a building process, but now, obviously, that machine has come in and completely ripped that script up. But uh, but yeah, us and Leicester, I think, are pretty much two teams on a level paring for sort of their, their, their club ethos, if you get me. But that's that's what it's all about. If you look, if you look at the backgrounds and you look at the fans, you know, you got solid, solid fans, which are uh, club fans. Whereas you you got your fickle top six fans where, you know, your kiddies will go buy a Man City shirt because they're top of the league. They'll buy a Chelsea one and do that and they'll support them for a few weeks and the season, then it goes out. But your clubs like your Burnleys and your Leicesters and, you know, knowledge to an extent, they've got a, a loyal following. And I think that's what football's all about. And I think we need to keep that team and club spirit together to make um, English football stronger. Because we Definitely. are getting too, we are getting too much of a foreign influence, and we are getting too much of a media um, interference. You're totally, you're totally right. I mean, I, as everybody knows, I, my, my my four children were born in Burnley, and, and my oldest, I, you know, I said to him, you know, I don't mind if you support Burnley. I would have done, but I, I said to him I didn't because he was born in Burnley. What so Chris doesn't tell you is he's yeah. over him with a knife and a torch. 
I'm telling you now. <laughs> no, well, I said, you I know, I, said, I, I swear. said, it's West or Burnley. I said, but you don't support the Liverpools, the Chelsea, the Man United just because they're on telly. Um, and I know we were listening on the radio once. Leicester were playing Burnley, and he comes running into my, my room going, Dad, Dad, Leicester has scored, Leicester has scored. I thought, I've got you, mate. I've got you on that one. <laughs> what I like about Burnley is, uh, and there's not much, I've got to be honest with you, but what I do like about Burnley <laughs> is the fact that they've not, they've come up and they've made a fist of it. You know, it wasn't like when Wigan came up. For years, they were just staying up. Then the next season, they'd just stay up. And the next, and you're thinking, like, when it gets like that, give it a break, go down and let somebody else come up. But Burnley didn't. I mean, you know, they were in Europe not so long ago. Um, and Sean Dyche is a good manager. Um, the ground's bloody freezing. I'm not going to lie. Uh, on, a, on a wet Tuesday night in, in uh, January, you don't want to be drawn away to Burnley, I'll tell you. And I'm sorry, Dan. I have backed you, as you know, a couple of times I've gone for Burnley and you've <laughs> let me down. You've let me down badly. And I did say that was it. I am not going to back Burnley anymore. And I'm going to be in Brad Stable here. I'm going to go for Brighton and Hove win, especially if they lose tonight. They'll be wanting to get back on the bike and ride, as they say. I presume you're going for a Burnley win, Dan? Uh, no, I'm going to say it's another point on the road. Um, to be fair... I know we need to start to change. I mean, you look at how many draws we've had this season, ridiculous yeah. amount. Um, we do need to start turning them draws into wins. But as you say, you know, we're on a good run at the minute. You know, we've managed to take points off Man United, off uh, off Arsenal. We were very unlucky to lose, you know, against Liverpool. We don't know what's happening with Veghorst yet. He went off injured. So we don't know what, what the situation is with that because that leaves us a bit short up top. So, as you say, you know, the game tonight, you're looking at Brighton and wanting to bounce back. And um, we, we need to put a shift in. But we, we were second half of the season team. We always have been. You know, funnily enough, I was looking at the stats earlier and you, I've been saying about Chris Wood and the, the fact that he's 13, he only got three goals so far this season. It was at this point last season he was sat on three goals but still finished the end of the season with 11. But you can't rely on that every season. Yeah, no, 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 thing, don't get me wrong. You know, don't get me wrong. You yeah. can't rely on history repeating itself. You've got to do, you know, the dirty work yeah. as soon as the season kicks off. But yeah, I yeah. think it, I think for us, even if we do, do dig deep, the fact that the teams around us are starting to pick up points, it's just oh. too little too late. Well, Dunk's been sent off, so he won't be playing um, against you on Saturday. <laughs> um, no, they've not got Dan Byrne either, so they, yeah. they could be quite... Could we're quite weak at the back, really. Yeah, and if we've got Man, Ashley Man Barnes City playing against them, I don't fancy their defence. No, Man, Man City are fighting up against Sporting. Um, just as a as an aside, but can I just say, I think if I were all short up top, mate, <laughs> none of us have got a lot of. <laughs> we there. certainly are. We certainly are. I mean, to me, you've you've you can't. I mean, you've had three draws in five. Another draw won't be good enough for you, I'm afraid. Uh, no, if you I agree. Get these wins, then I, 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 I can, and I think you're already down. To be honest with you, and I'm, I don't like saying that because, like I say, you're not a proverbial relegation battler. You know, you you're a good, steady mid table. But you know, I think I think this, you know, last season it started, and the season you just left behind. You've been left behind. Uh, Steve Crystal Palace um, is hosting the next game. Um, 
they again another team that started well, but they've not won in five. They've had two losses, uh, West Ham and Liverpool, and then they've had three draws with the aforementioned Brighton, Norwich, and um, uh, who's the other one? Brentford, uh, Chelsea. World Club champions, and congratulations to Chelsea. Uh, uh, whether you like them or not, English teams in Europe, I always want to do well. And well done, you know, on, on taking that. Um, and I forgot to say, Andrew said there, Steve, if you run out of toilet paper, have you got a Spurs shirt you can wear? <laughs> you can use, sorry. <laughs> I've used that many a time in the toilet, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> um and Chelsea, I mean, I had them down as as title challengers. I think they're too far behind now. They've got a couple of games in hand, but they've only won one in five. This is going to be interesting, uh, Steve. This one you can see uh, draw written all over it. Mm. I think um, Chelsea have lost away a bit. Uh, he came in with, again, high expectations and a, f- a freshness where he started to get this, a few wins when he came in, but you're getting to see a pattern now with the, the top managers. It's all about them and it's all about how they change things to, you know, uh, rather than keep the memento going and things like that. So Chelsea have lost a bit of the spark, which they had when he first come. Uh, same with the Palace. So I think these two teams are t- turning into the draw specialists. Hmm. And that's what Brad has gone for. He's gone for a, a draw. And, and you're going for a draw as well, Steve? Yeah, I'm going to go for a draw on this one. Yeah. Um, for me, before I come to... I, I, was ta- I, I want to say Chelsea. Um, but like you say, the, this has got draw written all over it. But I'm actually going to stick my neck out. I think I think Chelsea, they're on a high from the World Club Championships. They need to start winning. And I, I am going to get I'm going to go for a, a Chelsea win. Um just to be different. Dan the draw specialist this week. Are you going to are you in midway again? No, I'm going for an upset. I think Palace will take this. I just oh. think I think between Palace and Brighton, both teams have sort of been on a sort of Steady decline, you know, from the form at the beginning, the first half of the season. Mm. However, as Steve, you know, alluded to with Burnley, you know, we, we're eventually, teams are going to come to Burnley or we're going to come up against us and they're going to start thinking, did you a win soon? Let's. I hope it's not us. I hope it's not us. And they're going to start shitting themselves. Mm. Chelsea will be on a high and I totally agree with what you're saying. But I just think that Vieira tactically may have one over Tuchel this weekend. Mm. So you're going to go there. Brilliant. Just looking, uh, and can I just say, I, I know I'm I'm not only bad at um, uh, predictions for myself. I'm actually bad at predicting other people. I predicted for Brad for Man United to win, and they're going to, and it's going against me. So damn Brad, damn. <laughs> so, <laughs> you owe you owe me one. You owe me one. Now everybody knows Norwich are my um, second favourite team in the Premier League. Not. Um, <laughs> I don't have anything against them, and and, and you know I just. You up, down, up, down, up, down. Give it a break, Norwich. Have a couple of seasons down below. Let somebody else have a go. Um, because you, you, you're coming up and you're not even giving it a fight. Um, I was going to say, we've already spoken about Watford. God, you didn't half have a rant on my channel about Watford, did you? Jesus, he did not hold back, Steve, I'm telling you. 
It was literally <laughs> a good 10, 15 minute segment. You know, no, usually when you send a, no, you send a kid home, you send a kid home to talk about a specific subject and he's gone up and he's gone that far into it. He's gone off script and just gone, right, what for this? What for that? Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And he just proper went off. <laughs> and me and Rich were just sat there like, what, what, what do we do with that? <laughs> he exaggerates, Steve. Tell you what, if I didn't talk, there'd be long silences on his uh, on his shows. I'll tell you. Now, I just, I just think, you know, Watford are the same as Norwich. You know, Brentford have come up and they've given it a yeah. go. You know, and you know, Norwich of a few years ago were doing all right, but just recently, both these teams are up and down, up and down. And I'm thinking, like, you are stopping somebody else, like another Brentford, giving it a really good go. And for that, I want to see them go down. And for that reason, apart from the fact that Liverpool are going to just use it as shooting practice, I'm going for a Liverpool win, uh, as indeed has Brad. Brad actually went five nil. It could even be it could even be worse than that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go for a a Liverpool win. Steve, you got to see. You can't see it any other way, can you? No, you can't. Not no, not with Liverpool at the moment. You know. They're, they're the machine that they've they've been for the last few years. Even if they don't play well, they seem to get the results. Even if it's by you know an unfavorable referee decision or um, <laughs> you know a, a missing goal, but that's 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 Liverpool all over. Yeah. But um, Norwich have come, they they came up this year on um, on the back of the, their last manager who they got rid of. Um, he done well when he went down into the championship, brought him back up and tried to do the same principles, which yeah. I think him. I think if you do see him stay up, I think you will see a different Norwich next year because mm-hmm. they'll be playing a, a, a different format and from from the start of the season. So I think it's the only reason they're down there and the way they're playing is is off the back of the last manager, uh, which he stuck to his principles and it's you know it, it didn't work. I mean, Norwich, they, they, they've come back, Steve, under um, Dean Smith. That they are, you know, got a couple of wins and draws and what have you. But maybe it's too late because you're looking at, you know, Burnley, Watford, Norwich holding those bottom three places. Newcastle was the ones that everybody thought was going to struggle, but obviously their fortunes have changed for whatever reason. So you think that they're going to climb out of it. So they need like an Everton. They'll, their fortunes will probably change under Lampard. So then you're looking at Leeds, Brentford. Are they going to be dragged into it enough for Norwich to get out? Um, I don't think I've. But are you, are you going for a Liverpool win here, Steve? Yeah, I'm going for a Liverpool win. Yeah, I think it'll be quite, yeah. uh, quite good. Uh, Dan, are they going to be playing you next season? <laughs> Bingo, full house, full house for Liverpool. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, there's. As much as Norwich have started to put a bit of fart back in um, in the second half of the season, it's this. You know they recently got tubbed off Man City at the two 0 uh, They're going to get another schooling off Liverpool. Definitely, definitely. Like I, say, I just think it'll be. It could even be end up embarrassing. To be honest with you, Steve Southampton hosting Everton. Everton since. Um, Frank went in, I and mean, it's only been a few games. It's not been win, 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 win. That they they have struggled a little bit, uh, but they did win last time out um, against Leeds. Southampton, I I I, I kind of do like Southampton. I mean, they're intense, but they're just so inconsistent this season. You know, they've won, they've lost, they've drawn, they've won, they've drawn. 
in their last five, but they got that draw against Man United. Um, you know, I, I think Southampton are going around about the job quietly. They're going under the radar. Um, I think Ralph's a very good manager. I think to take two nine nils in two seasons, A, well done to the board for sticking by him, but B, not letting that club disintegrate, which it could easily have, so easily have done. Um, how do you see this one going? This one, I can mm. see, to be fair, um, I've, I've watched Southampton now and I've, got, I've been impressed the way they've been uh, playing the last few games. Um, they, they never seem to give up. They've got the, their style of play. They're getting harder to play against. Mm. But I think uh, Frank's going in now and uh, you look at the last couple of games where Everson have played, they're starting to chase down the ball uh, from the kickoff. They're starting to put high pressure on. And I think uh, he's going to get a, a momentum there. But I was just looking at the bottom of the table or mid-table, you know. I don't think even Leicester are safe at the moment because they're only 10 points, you know, above uh, the third uh, third from bottom. Mm. So I think the second half of the season for the bottom half now is going to be really interesting. And they're all going to be playing, you know, each other. And it's, it's which club gets the momentum now and gets to three or four games on the bounce because, yeah. you know, if you're looking at Leicester and you look at, the, you know, Southampton people are, that's just out of there, if they carry on with a bad run and not get anything, they're going to be panicking more than the teams at the bottom mm. because the teams at the bottom have already had their bad run. And like I said, with Burnley and that, the teams from the bottom, their run's got to change at some time, which it's gone three quarters of the season. So, you know... But our bad run started on the, first, on the second game, Steve. <laughs> We've just been bad all season as well. And you know, I watch the forums, I watch the thing Robs, I look um at people saying uh, Rogers out and that, but he has to me, in my eyes, he has been the problem. Because as like I said a few weeks ago, Leicester have lost their identity now. Mm. They've lost their style of play and they're doing a mini man united at the moment because they're playing like as, as a team of individuals, which you can see on the pitch that they're looking at each other. What are we doing? Where are we going? What are we doing? And you know, you've got to do something to change that now, or you are going to get dragged down. Totally, I mean, I agree with you on on so much of that. I mean, you know, the, the fact that <laughs> I'd rechristened him Brendan Bellend after the West Ham game. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I put his, I put that loss totally one hundred percent down to him. Not the fact that he, he he brought Vestergaard on, but just the fact that you make the substitution at that point with two minutes to go and you put an extra defender in the mix and the four defenders that have been there for 92 minutes that know each other, that have played that game together, suddenly there's an extra defender on there. Who's doing what? Who's he going to be marking? What's happening? Confusion. And it's the old rule, don't make a substitution before a corner. <laughs> But he did that. But that said, you know, he's had to make changes because of the injuries. So I, I hope he's given longer. There's no point in getting rid of him now for me because if the new manager comes in. He hasn't got a, a transfer window to play with. And all it could just disrupt it even more by coming in with another style of play because that manager will have a different idea. And then come the summer, he's going to bring in a load more players and what Brendan has started may go amiss, but then of course Brendan's now saying he may be bringing more players in anyway and doing a Fergie, which isn't nothing wrong with that because Fergie had three or four teams that he rebuilt while he was at Man United. So maybe 
maybe that is going to happen. Third season syndrome for Brendan, but then nobody's giving him a chance to have a go at that fourth season. But uh, but I think we'll have enough to stay up. Um, but you've cheered me up, Steve. No, you, <laughs> you've, got, you've, got look, you've got to look at it, though. You know, um, there's only one person to blame, or and you can turn around. You either blame the manager or you blame the players. But at the moment, you can't blame the players and you can't blame the manager because they're both the same at the moment. So yeah. you, you have to have a, a defined area which you can blame and which you need to work on. Now, do you work on the players and get more players in or do you change the manager, work on the manager, change the manager? Because yeah. a set of players don't become a bad set of players overnight or over the season. That's what's coming from Leicester, and that's what's coming from, you know, um, a couple of teams. Is that you've got to find what the problem is, and is it the players which you can rectify and change, or is it the manager? And I think that's where the confusion's lying. Is people are staying loyal to the players and never going at the manager, but is it the players' fault or is it the manager's fault? Well, the manager. So today, we've said this before, Dan. You know, you sack one manager or sack fifteen players. And the book stops with the manager. He gets the big money. You know, he's got the, the name manager on the door. The book stops with him because he's got to organise the team. So going back, take, going back to Southampton, Everton. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Take, take, what's, take what's happening at Man United. They've changed the manager. But have they got any better since they've changed oh, exactly, the manager? Exactly. Exactly. You know. the, same, the same teams there. The same players are there. Yeah. Different manager, but you've still got the same mindset. But then again, so, they've got a manager who's only there temporary and they look at him and think, you're not going to be managing me next season. <laughs> and But uh, it's it's, a, it's an interesting season and one I can't wait to end and <laughs> look forward to next season. But Southampton, Everton, which way do you see this going, Steve? Everton win. You're going for an Everton win? Whoa, OK. Um, uh, Dan, I'm going to call you Brad then. Dan, which way are you going to go? You don't know what you're going to get from this Frank Lampard side. I mean, I think they got a good bit of belief uh, in their win against Leeds. But again, Southampton, another one of them teams that you don't know whether, as you said, go under the radar. Um, I'm, I'm going to sort of, part of me was screaming inside to say Southampton. However, I like splinters up my arse, so I'm going to sit on the fence. <laughs> Not just splinters is what I've heard is true. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Um, you, you're agreeing with Brad because Brad went for the draw. Um, I, I'm going Southampton because, like I say, they, 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 they're slowly going about the business. The, 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 the thing is with Southampton is they're settled. You know, Frank's come in. He's brought some new players in. Um, you know, I think Southampton, one of those clubs, that didn't do any business in the transfer window. So it's the same team that that, that he's had for a while. Uh, he got rid of Vestergaard to us. He must have been sat there laughing at that and spending the fifteen million. But I am going to go for Southampton. It's at Southampton, and I think they're going to do it. Um, late game on Saturday, Steve, on Sky Sports. Surely, knowing you as I know you, you're going to go for an away win to Spurs over Man City, aren't you? No. no. <laughs> Some things in life are certain. Like Saturday will always follow Friday. Just hoping it's the same result that Man City got tonight. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> what are they up to at the moment? 
Oh, no, still five. Still five. Uh, what one day, Steve, you will surprise me. You will surprise me. But um, Dan Conte, he, he came in and he was unbeaten. Um, they were lucky against, well, you see, they were lucky against Leicester or Leicester threw it away. Um, I think they could still be playing now um, if it was that referee. Um, but they've not won now. They've lost a few on the trot. Um, maybe things aren't going quite Conte's way now. Yeah, I mean, the 2-0 loss against Wolves was a shock. Uh, a bit of a surprise mm. result, to be fair. I think a lot of people thought that, you know, this is where Tottenham are probably in their comfort zone. Sort of, the, they'll they'll just wrap this game up nice and easy. But mm. Wolves went there with a the game plan and it, and it paid off. Um, a lot of people thought Wolves would be weakened losing, you know, the speed merchant that is Adama Traore. But... Uh, that that that's pretty much what's happened, you know. They, it, it strengthened them, and they, they rallied round together, and they got the result. Um, I, I had to I had to laugh, you know, when you see Conte's face, you know, thinking like he's he's just one of those managers. He looks right smug, you know, and stuff like that. And it's nice to see, his, as Steve will probably agree, it's nice to see any Spurs manager get that smug look wiped straight off his face. So, um, so keep. Keep that uh, trophy cabinet empty because, yeah, I can, you know, it's City all over. City have got this. This is a game that City must win as well to, you know, to keep the points difference yeah. between them and Liverpool. Now, so we've, Brad's gone for, well, he went for a 6-1 Manchester City win. So he's very much in the Man City side. I mean, you know, I, I just, I don't understand this hatred for Tottenham. I think they're, I think they're a marvellous team. Uh, and, and I really hope that Conte can turn them around and get them into Europe. Not. Uh, I hate Tottenham. I absolutely hate them, especially <laughs> after the way they, they beat us the other day. I hope they get stuffed. Um, Man City... Yeah, I mean, the, the, the title is just theirs. It's theirs to throw away. I can't see anything other than, than a Manchester City win here. Um, looking against Conte, particularly, I say, over the years against Tottenham, I just, this season, I just don't like them. And it was, I think it was the cockiness when they got Conte in and they suddenly started winning. It was like, uh, like yeah, this is it now. We're going to do it. Well, yeah, the wheels are slightly wobbling, aren't they? they yeah, but look, look, look how well that went for Liverpool for God knows how many years. This is our season, lad. This is our season. Mm. No, it's not. It well, hadn't <laughs> been your season for 30 years. Park down, sit in the background forever in everybody else's shadow. God's sake. But, you know, on the flip side of that, Tottenham have sort of, they think they're a big club. They think they're amongst the elite just because they've got this big turd ball of a stadium. And yet, you know, it's... I don't. You just, I just, you don't just take off first. all for, for Burnley, do you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> turn, turn more. Um, yeah, but but the thing is, yeah, the thing is yeah. with Spurs, I just don't get it. They they're a team punching well above their weight, trying mm. to. They're that friend that wants to be friend that wants to be friends with the popular kids, and the popular kids are like, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Man United are still winning. Davey says, good evening, how are you? Hello, everyone. I just think this is such a difficult season. It is. Totally agree with you on that, David. Um, our best defenders are all injured. Tactics have not always been great, or his subs, but we cannot uh, discount impact of injuries. I say I counted up the other day, uh, David, I, and I can, uh, I can name you nine defenders that at some point have been injured this season. Not necessarily all together, but... 
you know, right backs, centre backs, left backs, wingers, nine, and and I don't think any club would be uh, able to survive. I mean, Liverpool only lost Van Dijk and and, and they struggled. Uh, a bit of a thing, a lot of local derby, but it, it's a hatred derby, Steve. The two United Leeds are hosting Manchester United. Um, who I say still winning one nil at the moment. Bloody hell. Can I, can I, did nobody saw me give that win to Brad? Did they? <laughs> no, I'll go back and edit that bit. Out. Yeah, I was going to say they still won't when you crop it out, Chris. <laughs> yes. Um, Steve, this is actually a tighter one to call than you would have said it would have been at the start of the season. Yeah, and I think you know, um, it's all about this. Uh, that game is what Leeds team are going to turn up. I think uh, if the proper Leeds team turn up, I think Man United um, will struggle. Um, but you know, which Leeds, which Leeds are going to turn up? Is it going to yeah. be the one that fights and you know bosses the game and goes goes at you, or is it going to be the disjointed one where they just you know haven't got a clue? So I'd like, and I'm hoping, and, and I'm, I'm going to go for this because I'm not a top six liker. So I'm, no. I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to go for a Leeds win. A Leeds win. I mean, you, you, you basically summed Leeds up there. And if you look at the last five, it's almost like a mini uh, analysis of their season. You know, they, 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 they beat, I'm sorry to say this, Dan, they beat Burnley 3-1. Um, they... they Beat West Ham United, which is no mean feat this season, 3-2 away from home. Then they go and lose to Newcastle. Um, they draw with Villa. That was a that was a good point for them. And then they they they, they lost 3-0 against Everton. As Steve said that, I mean just that is Leeds United season in five games. You just don't know what they're going to do. No, and it it, it sort of for me, this is the season where people realise Bielsa does all the credit that Bielsa got getting them promoted. I understand that. But as soon as they got promoted, it was all, all a case of Bielsa was being talking about, uh, spoken about, sorry, as though he was amongst the elite. You know, like mm. he, he's up there with all these top great managers and stuff like that. If that's the case, then so's Sean Dash, so's whoever, you know, so's Nigel Pearson when he got Leicester promoted. For me, for me, you know, Bielsa has done well with what he's done. It's second season syndrome for Leeds. They have got a strong enough squad to get out of it. This is the game where I think Leeds will have more about them. You'll have someone like Calvin Phillips, as much as he's injured, he'll still be in there at half-time saying, listen, this is Leeds against Man United. This is a game that, to the Leeds supporters, is quite important to have the bragging rights off. And that's what you need, like a Leeds lad, someone in there to sort of rally the troops. And they'll also want to, you know... Uh, sort of cause revenge for the, the loss against Everton. They'll sort of just want to, you know, react a reaction, uh, should I have said, sorry. Um, mm. They'll want to react, you know, by sort of losing to a team that pretty much is still in that bottom half hunt for trying to stay in the division. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with Steve 100%. You don't know what leads you're going to get, but I think when you've got a team like United that's full of 11 egos on a football pitch playing for themselves and not for the team, mm. You've got to look more at Leeds to win this. 
Bad has, has disagreed with both of you there. Um, he's gone for Man United six-one win. Um, I don't know. I don't know what he's been drinking. Um, but um, well, he, he is. He does live in Manchester, and so may, maybe maybe that's something to do with it. Uh, Davis says without Bamford, that scoreline United fans can count that scoreline on one hand. Yeah, oi. Uh, without Brentford and Calvin Phillips in midfield, Leeds are just not making. Oh, sorry, just missing so many key players. It's like us without Vardy. Um, no real attack. You no, know, I, I think Leeds are one of those teams that sometimes, when when the chips are down and it's a game, it's it's almost opposite to what we did against Forest. You know, we should have gone into that Forest game and this is Forest. This is our, our big rivals. We've not played them for eight years. Come on, guys. And I think Leeds will be look, should be looking at this and going, I mean, we know, you know that the, the, the rivalry between Leeds and Man United, for Man United, it's second only to Liverpool. And I think then we sat there going like, this is Man United coming. We need we need to get something here. It's like, um, it's like you and Steve said, though, Chris. You and Steve said in that watch-along prior to kickoff that, you're missing a Leicester-born player in there to sort of say mm. you don't understand the importance this game has. Yeah. And that's why I think if you're going to get someone like Calvin Phillips in there, as much as he's injured, just to even pop his head round the door and say, you know, do it for Yorkshire. Someone like that, <laughs> you know. Yes. Where's Sean Bean when you need him, eh? Yeah. <laughs> you <know>? Well, you're <laughs> going to die for three points, you dirty old bastard. <laughs> in terms of that sword, <laughs> then you, you would do I, I was tempted to go for Leeds because it is at Leeds, but Man United have shown tonight maybe they have got something about them. I'm going to go for a draw. I'm just going to go for a draw on this one. I'm going to. I'm going to do. It's called doing a Dan. I'm going to do a Dan. <laughs> uh, the, big, the big big game of the weekend. Um, as I say, a repeat of the first game of the season. It was for the. One of the only two times you managed to keep a clean sheet, although I think that was more down to Wolves not being able to find the target. Um, Steve, we're, we're, we're off to Wolves on uh, Sunday on Sky Sports, the 4.30 kickoff. Um, again, and I say this every week and I'm getting bored of saying it, it's a must-win for Leicester, isn't it? I'm worried for this one. I think uh, you're playing Wolves at the, uh, the wrong time. I think mm. Wolves... Uh, if you look at, like you say, what we've been talking about, they've come quietly from uh, nowhere. I think they're pushing now for is it a top five, top six place. Mm, so, yeah, yeah. you know, they've got everything right all over the pitch at the moment. Everybody seems to be um, firing on all cylinders. So um, I'm, I'm a bit worried for Leicester this week. You're going, you're going for Wolves with your reverse psychology? I'm going to go for Wolves, yeah. yeah. Hoping that. You know, well, 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 whilst you're on, and so I'm not bothering you on, on text again, I might as well take your score predictions. I forget this every week. I might as well take your actual physical prediction for the league. Well, for the, the Wolves Leicester. For the Wolves Leicester, yeah. yeah. It's going to be 2 0 Wolves. 2 0 Wolves, fair enough. I can, I can totally see where you are coming from. Dan, um, I'm going to dread asking you this after what I said about Burnley, aren't I? But but Wolves, they've only lost one in five, and that was to Arsenal. Uh, they beat Man United, they uh, beat Southampton, they beat Brentford, and of course, last time out, they beat uh, Tottenham Hotspur, as we said earlier. Um, I, I'm, 
I had them down as relegation um, battlers this time, not to go down, but to be down there struggling. But, you know, I thought Nuno's gone. He was such a good fit. Income's large and he does the same. I mean, you know, Tottenham, uh, Wolves have done, you know, they, they've just, it's almost like they've carried on without, you know, what? Do we change our manager? Oh, well. Um, <laughs> and Leicester, we know, we know all about what's happening at Leicester at the moment, but I'm sure you're going to be a good guy and you are going to go for a uh, a Leicester win. You're spot on. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm using Steve's logic here that all runs, all runs must come to an end. And, whether it's Wolves one in five or whether it's Leicester's bad, you know, bad run of form and you know bad luck at the moment, I think mm. it's it's a case of one's going to change in this game. Um, I hope, and I do hope that it's in terms of Leicester. I could, as much as you know, when you said that you're only ten points away, you know, it's like oh, another team in there with us, brill. But I'm not going to look at it like that because <laughs> ten points is bloody miles away for us. So yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Leicester for this, no matter how much you slandered Burnley, Chris. I, I just think <laughs> th- th- this is the perfect turning point. This is the perfect game where if you get a result in this, this will spur you on in this second mm-hmm. half of the season. This could be the game that puts you on a run of results. The thing is, Dan, and I, and I appreciate what you're saying there, and thank you for the support. I will always wear it. Um, <laughs> no problem. I've said so oh, it's many... just come through. It's just come through. You sent me that twenty-five. Quid. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah it's, uh, it, it, it's not cleared yet, so don't be spending it. Um, but I've I've said this, uh, you know, I said this after Man United. I said this after the 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 first Liverpool league game. You know, this is the game. This is we now we're gonna we're gonna go on from here. We're gonna move on from this. Um, I, th- I think New no- Nottingham Forest for me was the low point of the season. That was even worse than getting knocked out the Europa League because of the performance. Uh, and I still say, yeah. you know, we needed, you know, no, more or less, we should have, we should have had the youth team in there, the under-23s, at least they battled against Watford and, of course, beat them. But I, I, I that there was a low point. You've got to come back and then show some fight. Liverpool, you know, people saying, oh, that was a better performance. We only lost 2-0. But when you watch that game and analyse it, Liverpool were only in second gear. If Liverpool had turned, you know, gone up a few gears, it could have been embarrassing. So <laughs> I can't take any real positives from that. Um, and even with the with with the West Ham game, the fact of the matter is, we shouldn't have been in a position where we we're arguing over a handball or not. We should have been out of sight, you know. But the first half again, we weren't in it. You know, they went yeah. ahead, and it was almost like, oh, here we go again. You know, we can't keep a clean sheet. Okay, let's you know we know we've got the problem with the defence. I just don't know where that season-turning game is coming, and I don't think this is going to be it. Unfortunately, he's got the um, Randers game on Thursday. I mean that that could be really embarrassing. I mean Randers, the lowest team in the Europa League still, and it's like that black when blackburn lost to that team from norway was it i think in, when they, when they were qualified the champions league it could be that embarrassing uh, if we don't go out and do something but i can't go against my team uh, i'm going after all that and <laughs> i'm going for the draw because I'm, and i'm honest with you the way things are at the moment i would be happy 
to go to Wolves and get the draw. Um, I was going to say, Chris, when you said about Randers, I was going to say it could be worse. You could get beat by Deportivo, but I will say no more. Say no more, don't you? Sir? <laughs> Otherwise, I'll be quoting another team. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. So, um, Dan, Dan has gone for one, two, three, four draws. Um, I've gone for two. Uh, so, Man United, Brighton. Well, I think that's finished now, hasn't it? Um Think so, yeah. Will have done, yeah. Yes. Will have done. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's uh, Man United win. Man United win. Brad, you can thank me for that, Brad. You can send me a check for that point. Uh, West Ham, Newcastle. Most of us think it's going to be a draw. Um, Arsenal, Brentford. A split, really. Um, but we all think we all think Villa and Villa and Liverpool and Man City are the three. Look, uh, wins that we all sort of agree on Steve thank you very much mate thank you for coming in uh, as always um, I, I will see you next week I've got your score for the for the weekend um, I'll, I'll text you about that thing we talked about for the uh, for the small video thank you so yep. much for coming on all my best to you and your family and um, I will see you next week Steve thank you very much take it easy Steve take care mate thank you bye bye Thanks to Steve there for coming on. Always, always a pleasure. Um, even though, I just, I just love him just to, just to ask him about Spurs and Arsenal. Dan, <laughs> I mean, you're you're down there very quickly before we go. Um, you're down there at the bottom, and you know Newcastle have, have got this money. And I was asked when it first happened on the Newcastle channel what I, as an as an opposing fan, what I thought of it. And I must admit, I I was of a mind that in a way, we've all got now we've all got, if you like, money owners. Even Burnley yeah. have got somebody that's come in with a bit of money. But of course, it's yeah. all relative, you know. Leicester, if you you know, if Oldham look at Leicester, they went, but yeah, look, you know, they're they're a really rich club. But if Leicester look at Man City or Newcastle, it's like shit. Then you know, <laughs> we got a bit of money, but they're you know, they're, they're, you know, we're like Northern Rock, and they're like you know, <laughs> HSBC. <laughs> I, I, you said earlier about that they're going to buy the way out of it, but would you? I mean, if that was Burnley, if they'd come in and bought Burnley, you, you'd be thinking differently, wouldn't you? Practically, I've Chris. They bought Trippier and Chris Wood. They might as well have bought Bloody Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true, true. Um, to be to be fair, you know what? Yeah, I could, and I know what you're saying. If the shoe was on the other foot, yeah, we'd have bought our way out of it as well. And yeah. I'd a hundred and a hundred and ten percent said exactly the same. We've bought our way out of it, um, but it's you know it, it has been paying off for them. And mm. as soon as they when they brought Chris Wood. In, I thought, nah, not going to do anything at Newcastle. What do I want at Newcastle? They've just done it to weaken us, and that's mm. it. Um, however, when they signed Trippier, that's when I was a bit like, ooh, that one hurt. That one hurt mm. because, especially when you saw him in the press come out and say, if I ever come back to the uh, to the Premier League, I want to play for Burnley. Again. I want to play for Burnley. I want to play under Sean Dash. But you said and, there, Premier League, when I come back to the Premier League, because you won't be. <laughs> yeah, soon. well, I mean, he, he came out afterwards and said when, when he got his move to Newcastle and he said uh, the first person to text me was Sean Dash saying, uh, you know I don't do favourites, but I've always said that you're my... Uh, although I've always said that you, <laughs> I've sort of got a soft spot for yourself. 
but I'm really disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Sean, that, isn't it? You know, can't blame. I mean, the, you know, Trippy is now sidelined, mm. so that you know, that's two results they've had recently as well. Pretty much, you know, on two two Trippier free kicks that have helped them get results. So I'm looking forward to the fact that now that Trippy is not in the Newcastle side, is that their source of sort of trying to play that on the front foot gone? Mm. They didn't they, did, they didn't have him at the weekend and they won. It's interesting. It does Oh no, they did. Makes, they did. They won oh, one nil. He used to his free kick, but he went oh, he, he, had to go he off. went off, didn't he? So he yeah. was on and he, and he went off. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting. I find the bottom, to be honest with you, at the moment a little bit more interesting than the top. But it, it, you know, depending how results go, you could see the bottom three. Unfortunately, you know, getting getting a little bit cut off. Dan, exactly. I'd like to say it's been a pleasure, but it has for you. I don't know if it has been for me. And <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for for popping on. Uh, Not a problem anytime. Um, and just just to see how you do. If I will probably more than likely speak to you before, but if not, of course, I'm on your show doing exactly the same as we've just done now um, on on Friday at nine. Where can people find us doing that, Dan? They can find us on Turf More House TV, just below there, just Amazing. below my cap, right Amazing. there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you can catch us there, Turf More House TV, and uh, we're all on all social media. We've even tried to delve into TikTok. I need to do a little bit more than that, but yeah, um, I do as well. I delved into it, and then I've sort of delved out again. <laughs> I yeah. can't be just doing it, these short videos. It's it's all the editing and making it in into yes. that perfect thing, and trying to make yes. sure that it all fits right. So. Yeah, there's a lot of I think basically it means we, we're too old laugh. for it, Dan. It, it's a youngster's thing, you know. <laughs> Give it to your daughter. Not... She'll do it in two minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're not down with the kids anymore, Chris. We're not down with the kids. No, we're just down. I'm <laughs> 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 like, you know, like a tortoise that falls on its back. If I fall over, I just can't get back down. up again. <laughs> we, we've, we've, got a, we've got a Mickey Flanagan situation in Burnley. We're down, down. <laughs> <laughs> you have uh david dan is a good lad sub to his channel great to have him hey, on david. thank well you done. well done david you're a good man uh as long as you've talked to me as well of course <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much uh you may be popping on what we've got coming up well i'll tell you what we've got coming up this week funny you should ask me that dan i'll tell you uh what have you got coming up chris i will tell you tomorrow we got the randers um I always want to say the Randy, the Randy Rangers preview at seven o'clock with Brad. I don't know what we're going to have to talk about because there's very little to, to know about Randers uh, other than they play in Denmark. That's about as exciting as it gets. <laughs> the quiz at nine. It looks like it's going to be Reese versus Mike. Mike might have to pull out. We don't know, but I think he's going to be okay. Um, so um, we're looking forward to that quiz tomorrow night. It's going to be the big one. Um, and then we've got the match, the big match, the match of the week. Well, big match, as ITV used to call it, Leicester versus Randers on the 17th, uh, followed obviously by the post-match. Then at 7 o'clock, we've got the Wolves preview, followed by this guy's channel here, whichever one way or another, him, yeah, him. And uh, we'll be over there doing exactly the same as this. Um, oh, Dan, how are you feeling, says Doug. Uh, I'm a lot better now, a lot better. Um, I just had sickness and uh, the old squits, and uh, it was just a case of having a dodgy tummy, and I just I was just riddled in pain. I couldn't 
Couldn't get myself away from the toilet. Couldn't get myself away from Tottenham Stadium. <laughs> well, all I can say is... Oh, there's a lot of that. There's yeah. a lot of that. Jesus. Uh, it it was one of those fight. situations, you know, when you're, des- when you're desperate and you think, oh, I'll go to one of them public toilets and you walk in, you're like, you know, you're like, you have to walk in like that. Yeah. I, 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 like I refuse that, to me. do a number two when I'm out, you know. <laughs> but I, I, I know where this conversation's going to go because I've been on a channel with you before. So <laughs> I'm going to end it before it gets uh, as bad as yours. Hey, and if, I'm if, saying nothing. If you want to check out what I mean, go on to Lessons Like Die TV on YouTube and check out the um, – it's a funny old game um, subheading, and you'll just just you'll find out about Dan's salad fingers. What Dan <laughs> can do with the courgette is nobody's business. And I don't know what it says about my channel is the fact that I'm about to stop and everybody's coming on. <laughs> that probably says a lot about me. Thanks, guys. But thanks a lot, Dan, and uh, I'll see you. I'll speak to you before then, I'm no doubt. But um, I hope you did give your mum my best, and I will see you on Friday at 9 o'clock. You certainly will, sir. Thanks for having Thank me. You much. Cheers. Thanks for popping on, Dan. Thanks to Dan there. Do check out, like I say, Lester Till I Die TV. And while you're checking it out, give us a sub. Uh, like this video as well. It would be absolutely very decent of you. But check out that. It's me. It's Rich from Eagle Eye TV, uh, a Crystal Palace fan. Uh, and Dan, the three of us just wetting ourselves, basically. <laughs> absolutely. The conversation went to places a conversation should never go. Thanks for watching. If you are catching this up on podcast, Thank you very much for listening. Um, The podcast goes from strength to strength, so thank you very much. And I will see you tomorrow night at 7 o'clock when we will be talking all thing randers. I don't don't know what uh, what we're going to talk about, but uh, there we go. Got your message, Dan. Thanks very much, and I will see you all tomorrow at 7. Stay safe, take care, and remember what I always say, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Goodbye. Lester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and all podcast platforms. The Lester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Lester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Lester Till I Die shop at our website. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go.
Your mate's already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Uh, participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.